Okay, we hope to have Shia tomorrow night, and maybe even Wednesday night. We'll take a poll tomorrow night and see uh, who's here, who's not here. And the uh, family masibas you can plan for Thursday night, if that works. Okay, let's go back to the single page and the copy. Let's go back to the front page. Page one, which is Gemara Bacharis on Zion Amad Beis, which... You're going to wonder why we're talking about bees and honey and the like. It has a lot to do with shellac. As we began introducing last week, these bugs, Niflis Aberi, they don't have too many things to do during the day, but they have one major theme in life. They, they're born, they don't live that long, they, tick, they stick that little straw-like item, very, very tiny, into the tree, the branch, they suck out the sap, and that's all they do all day for the entire lifestyle, life, uh, life cycle. And it goes to their tiny body. And this is important, this detail. This is a uh, biology lesson. It goes to the entire body, and it's uh, the more proper English word, exuded from the back. Would that be a good... Uh, sounds better than excreted, right? Much better, especially if you're eating the stuff which we had on the table last week. Uh, so that's, uh, there's a reason why I'm emphasizing that, and we'll get to that uh, very soon, maybe even tonight. And bees, for your chazara on the anatomy of the bee, the bee is a very complex, fascinating creature. It takes the nectar, it does not process it through the entire body has it in this little sack, gathers it, flies all the way back home, regurgitates it. That's a nicer word for spitting it up to its cover. And its cover does it to the next cover, and they have a little assembly line. And yes, the enzymes begin working from the saliva in the nectar. And that's why nectar and honey look and taste different. Because the changes that are made through the things that the barium put in are from the body. It's an important chilik, if it's a chilik at all, we'll see, but there are parts of the saliva, it's from the bee, and it starts working on the nectar and helps change it to the honey, but it doesn't go through the entire body. And coins of Tanakama, which we're going to see again now, the Gemara says, why honey is mutter if it comes from a behemoth man? Normally the kalal is anything that's yes, my tummy is tummy. The answer to the Tanakama is that it doesn't process it from the body, even though there are aspects of its avayda that use you know, secretions. Uh, the word's not the best word here, but saliva is from the body, and the saliva is acting on it, and Tanakama is not bothered by that. So let's see the Gemara again. The first bracket, which means they take it in, but the body doesn't process it, doesn't produce it. And so they spit it back out with a slight change, and it changes to honey. So according to that cloth, we find, the Gemara's make this not if we find other creatures that are not processing things, just acting as a FedEx, a UPS, and they're delivering with perhaps some slight change. There's also a little bit of, I can't call it Geneva, because it's their honey, but actually to keep themselves nourished, 
during the flight, which can be lengthy, uh, they actually take some of the honey and eat it. But that's a very small part. The rest of it they deposit as the trustworthy bees that they are. And it's food for them. Interestingly enough, they're putting it away. What the honeys have in mind? Well, they have anything in mind, but what do they, what do they think they're putting this here for? So they're actually putting it there for the food for the winter. Interesting, they haven't figured out in a few thousand years that it's never there afterwards. That's not a side. Interesting, uh, the human beekeepers are often keeping it, which is not an accusation, a charge, or a misdemeanor. Uh, the purpose of these bees is to make honey for humans, and I guess the ones who are the wild don't have it for themselves, and they make more bees, which is also fine. I'm putting that in because we talk about Peter a lot in this year. Once in a blue moon, they're right, and quite often the Hashkaf Zechayim is Krum. Uh, these animals are created in this list of every, the Chachma, the Teva, it's not the Chachma, the Teva that Hashem programmed here is so intricate and so fascinating, and it's absolutely clear uh, from Chumish and Tarshbaphad that these things are for human beings to enjoy, and before sugar was cheap enough, and before Nutraceet and all the other things, uh, honey was the sweetener of choice. Thousands of years. So that's why they're in the Bria. The lack bug, although I don't personally know any, not that I have such a great relationship with the bees either, but lack bug uh, doesn't do much, but they're standing all day sucking it up and exuding this wax like substance, and that's all they do. And PETA doesn't like them. Well, PETA claims they love them. They don't like the fact that they're being cultivated. Exploited. And, well, cultivated <laughs> to be exploited. And it takes hundreds of thousands of them to produce this wax, which, before we get back to the Mike and Ike's and our jelly beans here, it was used for wood finishing and floor polish and all sorts of good shiny things in the Bria for a long, long time. It's not a minor thing. It's, it's wood polish. Well, I don't want to jade the sugya or shine it in any particular way. <laughs> uh, but the strongest heter, if there is a heter, it's going to be hotly debated. That's what we're going to be talking about the next few days. If there is a heter in the Contrast Organization of America, assume it's mutter. The strongest heter of Ramesh's, in my opinion, Ramesh's fourth sniff lock, and I believe Ramesh had like that, his strongest heter is the fact that it's just not food. Can't be trafe if you're wax. It's like we have no problem with Carnuba wax and beeswax, and we have a problem with beeswax, even though it comes from the bee, it's not necessarily included in this reboid. We don't care because it's wax. So Shaila is, is this wax? That's, that's part of the debate. Is there any food-grade quality? It's got to be food-grade. They're putting it on a candy, but can we label it as a food? Ramayshim, one of his four sniffs in the just giving you the heads up, is going to say that it's not really food. The interesting thing is that Ramayshim, who's the makel, not the only makel, has four sniff from the If we're that pushed, that's not food, and that's the end of the sugi and you wouldn't need three other sniff from the So Even Ramesha didn't hold this up, so So your question is, well, they're using it for full polishing, they're using it for wood polishing. So isn't it kind of pushed? Why do you need long chuvas on it? And why is the badatsanate soil and Rabbanu Mahadrin and all the other Mahadrin Akshayamanate soil, Mahmeh, they don't allow the stuff in their establishments, which makes a big enough community. They import it from America, they'll reject it because they hold its. Uh, Either a shayla, whether it's shreif or tinta manefesh, that's always the backdrop of this sugya. Uh, they don't like it. Rav Meisha needs four sniff from the He doesn't just say it's not food. 
Otherwise, it would be a one-line tshuva. We're going to see the tshuva parts of it inside. So it's fascinating that you would think if they're using it historically for floor polish and wood polish, that would decide the sugi. But apparently it's not so partial. Yeah? Is, is the shellac just purely the excretion from the bone? Yeah, well, that's, that's why I'm reviewing the science over here, is that it goes in the front from the tube and comes out the other side and goes like through the, the system. No, it's a carmine, which is also part of the sugil, also one of the delicious things we have in our candies. It's not us, because the kosher's agencies do not use it. It's interesting how when it came out in America, kosher's agencies are pretty unified, which is the way it should be. Mind our a little machleks in here and there. They don't accept tray for gelatin, even though there's all, a lot of these hakiras are really the same. Is it a food item of Chaim Ezel? There wasn't a food in the bones. It's not a food you take them out. It's pocket in between. Nothing to discuss. Avaran or Moshan, many held there was what discussed, whether the rice or the Rabbanon, and they held it was no good and it was never accepted here in America. That's why they made kosher gelatin or didn't have marshmallows. The shellac also is pretty muskum that is mutter here in America. Shaila is why. Um, they're ready to machlekes, come out of all that sham and it's a machmer. And then you have carmine, where kemat, I don't know of any hechsha today that we'd rely on for most of the other decisions they make, that accept carmine. Carmine is crushed beetles. Red dye, natural red dye number four. Natural. Red dye number 40 and all the other things are not too natural and they're not too healthy. This at least is healthy. It might be treif, but it's healthy. So the hechsham don't take that, not here or in Israel. So it's interesting that the gelatin was not accepted here from the get-go, was accepted in Israel by Stam Rabbanut, and now it's being phased out, but was never accepted by the Mahajanach Sherm. Carmine is not accepted by anybody, and the shlak is pretty evenly split. I have some other things we're going to discuss also, but it's interesting how it came out. And when you learn the singing side, you'll finally understand, be able to explain to your kids, at least, you take a position, what we do, we don't need it, at least you'll understand some of the, the issues. But what you're referring to is the crushed beetles is carmine, and we don't Lamaisu don't accept it, even though there's a, there, there were truths written on it, and they said it's also under goes a pagima, it's not really well extracting the dye, and then similar as far as, but you're taking the actual object and crushing it, even if you don't like the taste of bugs. Remember, Yisoyed Nasugya is even if the bugs all taste horrible, which 200 million people in the world hold not so anyway, but even if the terrorists seem to say not so, Rashi says not so. Remember, Rashi says, terrorists to give us schar, even though they taste horrible. And normally, human beings who are normal would stay away from them. Terror gives you more schar. That means the fallback position at the time of the Messians, the terror was that nobody liked them. Uh, whether the Chinese famine or whatever, the reasons they're looking for new things, and uh, now a lot of people eat them. In Western societies, they're still not really considered edible, even though people printing articles, I'm looking to get back to that, so I'll get to all the other tube on the shellac. But assume for a moment the bugs are horrible in their taste, they don't make a difference, terror So if you crush them, that's going to be more of a shy law, but then the question is, does it undergo a complete change? Is it panamfatashas? Is it pogum in between all the other parts? That's the carmine. Do you think of a shellac? Is, again, they have that tube, just drink it all day, and then they exude, and that little substance, which our mission is going to describe the beginning of this tube, well, comes out. It seems hard to believe that with the, with the lack bugs, that they, they, they wouldn't get some bugs mixed in there, too. Like, oh, yeah, well, they process it, refineries, they make sure there's no bugs in. No, I'm not worried about that. Sometimes we're worried about that, the bees like, so we're here. Nothing in there, they refine it very well, but it takes as a very, in Indonesia, the countries that produce it, it's a major high-ticket item of export. This is a big thing for their economy, 
And they're cultivating hundreds of thousands of them in each field. They have these large fields, and then the branches, and they put them there, and the eggs, the larvae, and the, it's a whole complicated system. This is a very industrialized product. And Peter says, no, leave the poor bugs alone. The poor bugs probably wouldn't exist to the extent they do if we were leaving them alone. We're cultivating them. They existed before in the Bria, but I don't know. I'm not, uh, you know, here to be uh, derish time of the Bria. You can't explain every bug, but pretty clear to me why there are lack bugs in the Bria. Well, there are five billion species of bugs. <laughs> but this lack bug is, is the, as bugs go, it's the most commercially uh, useful bug around. This tiny little lack beetle. And so is the carmine beetle, you know, the one that eats carmine, but we don't accept that as conscious, but the, the world does. There aren't that many animals like this or insects like this. So it now that you've all lost your appetite, we're going to go back to the Gemara. Yeah? If drugs from our trade, then what, why is a grasshopper culture? Grasshoppers, to me and you, because we're card-carrying Ashkenazim, don't look too appetizing. No. If you are of distant, different uh, Sephardic uh, descent, you might have more of a liking. Depends on, that's all Tom Barech, and Liz Vakech, as they say in it, Israel. You know, that's, uh, no, I, I agree with you. It uh, looks a little revolting to me, but, and not, there are many grasshoppers locally, so not kosher. There's only certain strains, you need a Messiah, but it's not really, uh, I, I can hear a chilik between, if you want a real uh, uh, contrast of extremes, between a cockroach and a, and, a, and a, I think, no matter what descent you're from, if you're from China, well, China doesn't have those on popsicle sticks, but uh, you know, I, I would think they're pretty bad. Grasshoppers, I guess, you know, once you get to know them, some of them might look good, but it's hard for me to comment on that, being an Ashkenazi. Yes? No, the ground meat's not pachadoshes. It tastes like meat, just ground meat. Here, they, the process, I, I didn't, we'll go back to Carmine if you remind me, it's a, it's a much more elaborate process, which is pegging a bit along the way, and it's not. The Goyim don't want the consumer associating their red dye with crushed beetles either. It just, in the last 10 years or so, when Peter's making a whole tumult about it, uh, they're trying to give it a lot of press to let people know that you're eating crushed beetles, they stop crushing the poor beetles. Um, if it were kosher, I would advise a beetle to get crushed for this, because if a kid has it for Shabbos snack, he's makadish the whole, uh, fulfilled his whole tachlis. Uh, you can be uh, Mila, the whole beetle. So, and now, and it's odd that the shellac is not food. Uh, you Mila it when you have it on your mic and night Shabbos afternoon. If you hold this kosher, maybe at least it's serving a purpose. It makes children happier on Shabbos afternoon. So, it's part of the Bria. We don't have an issue with that. Okay, so let's go to the Gemara and see the Tanakam inside again, and then we'll see Rabbi Yaakov and Zabig Nafkamina. Again, the brackets may megufan. They don't process it through the body. Skip two lines. has many, many lavim to it, like six. any flying bug. flying bird. And the Gemara says that's a fair shapasik. Sheretz oif tami beedjiksiv. Ella sheretz oif tami yataychal avataychal masha oif tami mashritz. Something that it comes out of its body or looks like it comes out of its body. Eze zed vash devarim. So we have a me at the Kuntra Abyanka. We have Xerus Akasiv that tells us that even though the sheretz oif is aser, the thing that comes out of it is mutter. Now, they're not arguing in the Metsias. 
when I say come out of it, he's not arguing the Tanakhama. Tanakhama says it doesn't really come from the body, and Rebecca's saying it is. No, he knows it doesn't come from the body. He means anything that, even if it's partially in the body and there's a little saliva in it, it's still mutter. What's an afkamina? So Rabbi Akiva goes on, Yochol, Av, Devash, Hagizin, Vatsirin, speaking of locust, Nandi. Uh, so Shiloh had a type Gizin, some say it's a type of locust, and Sirin is a wasp. So you would think that that would be included in this heter. Certain wasps, I guess certain locusts, have honey. Not too many, but there are a few. So is the honey of these species mutter or ulcer? So Abiyakov says you would think it's mutter also. Why would you think it's mutter? Well, according to the Tana Kama, the reason you think it's mutter is because they don't process it through their body either. They take it in that pouch and fly it to wherever it is. It's the same thing. So according to Tana Kama, Taka should be mutter, which means Tana Kama's claws based on the science that anything is not processed through the body, and if you have other species, then fine. Abiyakov says no. It's pinpointed. This heter dafkan dvash dvarim, not even dvash gizen or tzirin. Ma reisa larabas dvash dvariman lehitzi gizen vahat tzirin. Why are you excluding the wasps and locusts and the other things? So Gemara gives an answer, which the Afranim tried to explain. Ma bani dvash dvarim she'en lo shem levai. Dvash dvarim has no shem levai. Remember shem levai from the Sefer Sukkah. Shem levai means a nickname, a second name to describe it. Stam honey in the Bria, you ask any Yid based on his Gemara, you ask any guy based on the Messias, Stam Dabash, they'll say, be honey. They'll probably even tell you based on the most popular bee, but be honey. And then if you want to modify and describe the honey you're describing that's not regular bee honey, you would say, not Stam honey, you'd say, wasp honey or locust honey. So Shem Levi means a separate descriptive name. Metsani Dvash. We're going to get back to very soon. Matter of fact, the next time I'm welcome. What the Nafkamina Shem Levi is. Let's see it right now. Is this going to be very important not only for honey and not only for royal jelly, which we're not going to discuss yet, but we will come back to right now. It's important for shellac. We're going to get to that. It's a separate cheer in a week or two. But you have to remember all these mama chemists when we get to it, and uh, we'll see. Maitseni, take a look at your single sheet. Take a look at the Madaniyatev, the Rosh on this Gemara. Royal jelly is not edible. Don't get too excited. We'll see why it's important. Um, everybody always thinks it sounds very fancy, royal jelly. Uh, it's for the queen it bee. It's for the queen, it's for the queen bee. Uh, not because of Allah Shochem Alochem. Nothing to do with anything. Maitzani Dvash Sirin. See the Madani out there in the bracket uh, about halfway down. Hiksha Beis Yasef. Minaloi, the Rabbi Yankiv, Lamai Dvash Gizin Vitsirin. So, and he says, the Pasuk says, you can't eat any flying sherets type of thing, and Zeh is to exclude the things that come out of it. So, why shouldn't that include other types of honey? Nothing more, yes, Shiloh. And the Gemara says, that is Shem Levi. They say, so he says, he doesn't understand what the answer is. The Gemara says, it. they say, they like to understand what the Sfar is. And the beauty of Teresh Balpeh, if you would say, my enough Kamina. Whatever the Sfar, the Gemara clearly says, the coin top Yaakov, regular bee honey is mutter, and the wasp honey is usher. So why does they say, bother? What difference does it make? So the answer is, Teresh uh, Balpeh, and uh, I'd like to know how they understood this in the Drusha. Happens to be the two answers given right now. Ramesh is going to make a huge enough Kamina. With these two answers, even though when you read them, just straight, 
if you wouldn't know what Moshe is referring to with the Megadav Gamina, you would think the answers sound similar. But, well, we'll read the answers now. I want to prepare you for it, and you'll see what Moshe makes a big enough Gamina Lagabe Shalak. Adkan, Rami Mazal Kosov, that's Lavush. Hoyl, Vidover, Chidishu, Mixes Kosov. He says, Lapshat and Rabbi Yaakov is as follows. It's Xayas Kosov. Everything comes out of a tummy, dick, a sherets, or animals, normally also. It's Xayas Kosov up here, Zayas. I mean, there's one thing that comes out that's mutter. So once exists the cause of Armenian as far as Shlomo Ripsa Terlata El Advash Stomosh and the Laska Imoshema Sheritz. So he says the Mestaber, if you're only matting one thing, you're matting Stam honey, but not honey that has a last name that mentions the name of the Sheritz. Interesting Svar, we mentioned the name of the Sheritz, that should make it up to me. We're looking for, we know there's one exclusion to the cloud, everything comes out of Tame is Tame. One thing is Mutter. What is that one thing? So it makes more sense. Stam honey should be Mutter. If you mention honey, of this locust that's not kosher, honey of this wasp that's not kosher, then it should be treif. You're mentioning the name, meaning the name is what defines what comes out of it, yetzim and and therefore it should remain tame. That's the Levush's pshat, Adkan. Kachmatsasi, now interesting, he says Kachmatsasi sounds like it's a similar pshat. Ramesh's holds the two different malachim, he's going to make a big nafkamino. Chaymatsasi, Kachmatsasi, b'seva sharidur, l'rashal, mashal shekosav, amart loy, He's teaching the drasha hachadusha mikach svara lo mamina elachad milsa. The whole thing is a chiddush. They have a pasuk zayas akasav. One thing that comes out of a behema sheretz tamei is kosher. Pick one. So which would you pick? You pick the major category. What's the common use of honey? Itach la mishum kol yetsman atamei tamei. So again, if you're just sailing along reading this matana yadiv, it sounds like the similar shot that you pick one. You have a meitz. You can't just go wild with it. You pick one. So first shot is you pick one. It sounds like you pick whatever is called stam honey, and if you can fit more than one thing in that category, that's fine. Just don't have that insidious last name, something to do with the behemoth the mayor or the sheriff's tomato, like wasp. And the marshal is saying, no, you only pick one thing, period. It sounds like it's a similar pshar. Moshe is going to say very not similar, and seems to be calling Madaniyat, obviously, so he holds it's not. You, you looked uh, um, something on something. You thought right. it was the same shot? You're wondering, it right? It looks the same. If you read it slowly, uh, you're, when he says the Kachmat Sasi, it sounds like I found a similar shot. So, interesting, Amisha didn't, uh, didn't deal with that, and won't deal with that. It sounds like the second shot, the Marshal, is just saying you have exactly because of one thing is mutter, it's so limited to one thing. So, it's not money, it's a beyond. We have found one thing. And the first shot is, we would be married by three things, four things, ten things, just as long as it doesn't have a bad last name. But that's not, when it says the Kachmasasi, it sounds like it's a similar shot. So we will explain soon, and you'll see what Ramesha does with this. Royal jelly, by the way, just even though we're not talking about royal jelly now, um, so I didn't explain to you what royal jelly is in the Matthias, but it's, it's not regular honey, and something fed to the larvae as they're growing into little bees. Oh, 50,000 of them, and then for the one queen bee who is, uh, became queen by stepping on a lot of bodies, just for the record, you shouldn't think she's so nice. Queen bee sounds like a very nice title. Uh, they actually cultivate a number of queen bees. You never know who's going to survive. So there's one section for the drones and everybody else. That's like you know, 50, 60, 70,000 of them. And there's a small section for the queen bees who might become a queen bee, and they feed them royal jelly, and it's very, very healthy for them, and they grow to be bigger and better, and is this, the queen bee, whoever she might be at the end, is going to be the one who's going to be the uh, mother of the next uh, 50,000 of them. Whatever she's the one. 
having the whole next crop for the next season. So you want to keep her very healthy. And a number of them survive, and then one of them kills all the other queen bees that are in the running, something like a U.S. election. And, um, and then they, uh, whichever survives, become the queen. So that's, you know, politics at its worst, but uh, she's, they're all fed a lot of royal jelly, and when she finally becomes queen, she gets all the rest of the royal jelly. That's why it's called royal jelly. So it's not really royal jelly, so I'm going to get into it now, and I'll probably have to cause that biological process later on, but Lamaisa, it's a byproduct, and somebody wants to know whether it's okay. There's a lot of troops written on it. Uh, they, the health food stores uh, sell a lot of it because the health food people seem to say it's very healthy. It's healthy for the queen bee. question is for the humans. We're not commenting on that. The question is, it's not honey. So if you hold that, like the Tanakama, I'm spelling it out now so you understand the, the huge enough communities already. Tanakama says anything that goes to the whole system is trait. Royal jelly goes to the whole system. It's a granular excretion when, after it processes it through the body, unlike just carrying a pouch and bringing it to the thing and dumping it. So it should be trade for coins of Tanakama. Shai is a coin to Abiyaku, what they did with me. So we're going to see that enough coming later. Right now, I want to stick to the shellac, uh, one, uh, one candy at a time here. Uh, let's go back to the Ramesh's Chuva, which is on your page, um, page 1B in your main copy. I think we got this before the yeah. Why can't we just date honey? Why can't? And the Torah says honey, you can date honey. You wouldn't need a puzzle to mock with that. This is the puzzle mock Rabbi Yankov has a puzzle. It's, it's something that's Tanakama. Mozart. Tanakama is explaining clearly only bee honey because he wouldn't need an explanation for date honey. And they're telling you it came out of a sheritz. They're explaining it didn't process it in the body. I'm not talking about It doesn't even need the puzzle. It doesn't need anything. It's not a sukkah. There's no shayla. Like Mara asked the shayla, how do you know bee honey? But there wouldn't be a shayla by day. No, no, but, but according to Tanakama, you don't even need the puzzle for it. Yeah, yeah, it's a far. It's, it's not from it. Yetzim and Atame is also, it's not Yetzim and Atame, it's not Yetzim, which is a Kiddish, but that's exactly what Tanakama said. Yes, if you so desire. And the problem with royal jelly is going to be that it goes to the whole system. And the problem with shellac, you would think, is that it goes to the whole system. That's why. Now you're beginning to understand why I described that to you before. Ramesha, interestingly enough, at the beginning, he's going to have three or four angles on this. And he's going to start off with the assumption, it's fascinating to me, that uh, it's like bee honey, but it doesn't go through the goof. Even though it does. Uh, Maisha didn't miss that point. Whoever he asked to explain it to him, I assume explained it to him. And the whole world knows every guy in Indonesia knows how this thing processes it. And they have a little tube and it goes to the body and it makes wax. Everybody knows that. So why is Maisha going to assume that it's similar to bee honey according to the Tanakama? My guess is he doesn't discuss it. He just makes the assumption. My guess is that it's like the Gemara, which is on this same daf, which we didn't do yet. We'll probably have to get back to it. Where the Gemara discusses when the Chamar drinks a lot of water and has a lot of Meiraglayim, that's urine in English, and the Gemara has a Svar that's water in, water out, a little more toxic, a little more odorous, uh, whatever the case may be, but basically water. Maybe that's not treif as Yetzim and Atame. You wouldn't drink it anyway? Okay, so we'll see what the Moscow and the Gemara is. The Gemara has a Svar that maybe it's really water and it wasn't really changed, even though that goes to the whole system and it's executed. So Ramesha might be assuming that they're just putting in the tube taking in sap, 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 and as they're taking all the sap, it's just creating wax, 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 so it's not really, now the wax is not sap, but honey's not nectar either. That's why I threw in that fact before, which the pre says that about honey, yes, the kashba honey, he says, what do you mean the, the bees don't have anything to do with it? They're just the lives affecting it. This is semi-processed, why is it not? So he says, apparently, the Lamar holds that's not processing enough. But here it's going through the whole body of this black bug, 
And Mamesha still assumes it's like honey. I still don't fully understand, but that's a pretty important assumption if you're going to hold to that angle of the So first he's going to describe the system, and then we're going to see the sniffing local. Take a look at 1B. So non bug, put the straw in, and they do Yanika from the sap. So I, had, I warned you. So the first line of the tshuva, it says, and the Messiah says, he's not going to discuss this. He says, this is not matzah, but like, he wants to make the dimmy into honey. That's going to be his first nifloch. So he tells you, don't worry, I looked high and low. Maybe you could do some more research. Because the wax yeah. itself was never processed by the body? I did, again, I, there are people who wrote PhD theses, hundreds of pages on black bugs, <coughs> each to his own. You know, Everybody's got to contribute to the world science community. Uh, I didn't read all the thousands of pages. I was looking pinpointed. I didn't have that many hours to spend on it. If somebody can find... Just for example, like... I, I, I don't see where that's coming from. My dimion is to the Gemara that water is processed in the urine in the body. It goes to the whole body, and the Gemara has, says that doesn't really change it, and that's not because it's not so people either. Because of water in, water out, basically. I don't, I don't know how, so when do you not say that? Just like there are, for example... you know. Food that we eat has fiber, right? Right. There is soluble fi- fiber and there is insoluble fiber. Okay. Soluble fiber that's gets absorbed bar, by the body. Very good. So that's insoluble the far the water in, water comes out. In and comes that's out. good. No so, that's, so that's the water in, water out far, which I'm saying. That, that's certainly what Ramesh is holding. I just don't understand based on the Mitzis. The sap it's taking in does not look, probably smell, consistency. It's not. Well, because it's it a takes out all the nutrients out of it or whatever it is. So then. You have a gland, the royal jelly, many people can assume, is a problem, at least a good shayla. Maybe it's not royal achila, maybe that's why it's mutter, but the royal jelly is, pro- is processed in the body and it comes out through a gland. It doesn't have to come out of ways through the back, doesn't make it. It's processed in the body, and they don't say, well, it's really the same thing, but just the body worked on it, and you can always say that. When do you not say that? That's, that's my scientific question. It's not a, it's not a kasha, but it's just to make an assumption here that it's similar to the water in, water out, to the Gemara, the Gabi the Chamar, the Meiraglayim. But he doesn't discuss it. He starts off, hey, this is the process. Eina mismatsa migufa. That's the statement. So if you want to read up on it, I, I tried to look at some. I figured somebody would be focusing on that and they have a lot of data on the anatomy and this, that, and the other thing, but I probably would have taken me more time. And it's not terrible. We'll take this as a given right now. Uh, they're, they're, the place that argue, by the way, the Hashem and Israel who don't allow it, take all four sniff from Hockel and argue on each one, obviously. And Ramesha knows you can argue because that's why he has four sniff from Hockel. So I assume that Ramesha himself, even though he doesn't explain it over here, probably knew that the animus Matsumagufo is not so posh, but he feels it's more, it's more like bee honey than the other way, but you could possibly argue on that point. Let me see. So that's, that's important. So, right now he's describing it, but that line already has halachic importance. Next step. When it comes out, as soon as it comes out, it becomes hard like eights. As soon as it hits the air, it's already a hardened wax. They have to process it by taking it off, scraping it off, and going through a process, which he's going to describe. And they have a whole system. They stick it to the thing. They wrap it. There's a whole process. Again, this is many, many centuries old. Refinery and then they make it into um, into a, a liquid, and then they purify it. Yaakov, they get the bugs out. And and it has no taste. 
And it's mixed with a alcohol solution, three to one or four to one in ratio, which our Maisha will use as one of his stalking alcohol, is that it's very pogum by now, and bottle in the alcohol. And Ramesha says all these for a reason, which he's going to explain. He says, even if it were a problem, it's not there for time, and it's not, there's no chazusa because it's transparent. It gives it a shine, but that's not considered chazusa. He's bavarning all these things. Chazusa is not bottled, and the time is nice time. He says, there's no time, and it doesn't look like much. That's the shine. Shanasa, Ayel, Candy, Mitzuker, Void Minim. But also, by the way, it's not just for, um, it's also sort of a binding agent or a sealant. It's not just for shine. It also holds all the ingredients together. It, uh, it's packed in. They want to stay that way. It's clear. You know, it's a shine, but he holds that's not chazusa. Nikra, confectioner's glaze. Shadas katra lahatir, the shayul of nochatsi kornmel, who happens be the same one I asked about the gelatin. Right, so Leida Gamdaitani, and he wants to know my opinion. So unlike the gelatin, where Moshe's opinion was Zusser, here he's going to go on to say it's Mutter for many different reasons, and his first dimyon is going to be to the honey, which Amitzah Shem will take up tomorrow night.